And how many episodes did you end up, or how many seasons, I should ask? Uh, Changing Times was 118. Episodes? Yeah, 118 episodes, about three years. (laughs) Yeah, so a very big part of my life. That's Yeah, a very big part of my life, yeah, was Changing Times. And welcome to the Sidon, where we have conversations with creators from across this beautiful motherland of ours. My name is Malcolm Boy, and today we are having a conversation with Jennifer Gatero. She is a mastermind in storytelling, from writing to directing and even producing. I'm telling you, Kenya had an amazing show called Changing Times, and she was a mastermind behind that story. And she's here today to tell us more about how she tackles the two faces, how to be a writer and a director on your film. A film that she made called Nairobi, an amazing film that was made during the pandemic. And she's here to tell us every single thing of how she made it happen. So sit down, settle in. This is going to be quite the conversation. Welcome to the Sit Down Journey. Hi. And this is our first section where we do a podcast. We're just getting to know each other, getting to know about you, what your journey is. Okay. And I'm excited to have you. Yeah, I'm excited we can to be here. You. Oh, yeah, same here. What's the yeah. weather like where you are? It's cold. It's cold. It's quite cold, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I live, let me tell you, let me tell you, guys, guys be sleeping on how cold Ngong is. Because I hear Lemuru is cold. Where, Kikuyu, no one ever talks about Ngong. So like when I moved Ngong here. Ngong is not cold. Hi. Oh my goodness. Ngong is ridiculous. Like it's so cold. So tell me about you. Um, who is Jenny? Who is Jenny? Ah, oh, I find that question always so hard. Because I'm like, who I am know, I? I know, it, then I, said, I have an existential crisis. I'm like, who am I? You know? <laughs> Will you give me an existential crisis? Okay. Um... Okay. I'm good. I am. Are? Oh, who, who do, do I think, think I am? Okay, that's yeah. a that's a much better question. Who do I think I am? I am, yeah. I am a director. I am a writer director. I think being a writer is one of the things that I tell myself. It's not just not what I do. It's part of who I am. And yeah, um, yeah so I'm a director writer. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm a people person. I'm a human. You know, I'm a human being. I'm a human being. I I'm not a people person. To be honest, I prefer animals. Human beings. Human beings are too much for me, baby. You guys. You guys have been overdoing things. Oh my god. For like the past, I don't know how many millions of years. I'm tired. I guess part of me is wondering then, like, how how is a person who likes animals more going into filmmaking where part of the journey of filmmaking is really being able to tell that human story? Or maybe I may be wrong. Maybe all the movies you've made about animals. (laughs) Well, in my my defense, it's not all humans. It's like just a race in general, just a human race. Just in general, like the human race. But... You know, so I'll meet yeah. some people. I'm like, listen, for a human, you're not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, I, so, apart from that, I don't know what else I can use to describe myself. Um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm very fun loving and very passionate. How, yeah. How did Jenny How did Jenny know that she's not going to be a veterinarian? veterinarian? Yeah. <laughs> Cuz of how much I love animals, yeah, that could have been my other job. <laughs> so how did you know you're not going to be healing animals and know you're going to be telling beautiful stories? Is it something that happened when you were much younger? Was it uh, your I think what is your upbringing like? Yeah. I mean, I think obviously the 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 best answer to that question is um I already didn't like school. <laughs> so yeah. So I think the idea of going to university for four years for me already was just, it was a problem because I was like, four years. And I felt like when I left high school, I felt like I'd been in school for such a long time. Like I literally, you know those people yeah. who like have done PhDs, they're like, hey, in school for long. I literally felt like that. I was like, I was like eight years of primary, four years of high school. I was already kind of done <laughs> with it. No. So that's one of the reasons yeah. why yeah, I was already done. Yeah, but That's one of the reasons why. The second reason I think is, I knew I wanted to be a writer from when I was very young because I was writing stories mm. when I was like I was like uh class 2 class 3 I was writing stories yeah. you know like uh yeah this princess and this Compos- king and this, is this queen compositions oh, no just on my own yeah yeah just on my own like for fun like I would do that like on the weekend like write a story from beginning to end by the way you know and I did that so much wow growing up i i i knew i knew i wanted to be a writer like i i was very clear about that so i think it was mm. just i thought i was going to be a novelist mm. and so later on i came to realize i actually like really love um you know like shows and tv and film and all that stuff so i figured like oh yeah i can be a film writer so i made that decision and also like from two i was like I'm going to write for TV. In form 2. Wow. Yeah. And what how is it something that you watched that you felt like okay this writing can actually be turned into a TV show because most times people can never really connect like writing for a novel or whatever mm. writing that you want to do and directly connect that to what they're watching. I don't know, sometimes it feels like very different worlds. Yeah. How are yeah. you able to connect how you're writing to the fact that oh, I want to write for what I'm watching? Yeah, I think the way that I made that connection was um there's there's a I wrote a script called Better Days when I was actually in form 3. And I wrote My I remember, God, wait, the Better Days. The yeah, Better Days. The Better Days, yeah. I did that when I was in form 3. What? Yeah. I did that when I was in form three, and I remember when I I wrote it, I thought to myself, "But this can be on TV, right?" So just after I cleared uh, form four, you know that cut December, I went to different TV stations, um, you know, just telling them, you know, who's the person in charge of your TV station, and they're like, "What? Who are you? First of all, who are you?" And I'm first like, "No." All, who... <laughs> they're like, "First of all, who are you?" first of all before you even talk about i even didn't even know what a production manager was called i just asked the guy in charge of the programs who's that guy he's a he's called a production manager can i see him they're like no <laughs> so oh, i no. i took my i took better days to like all the tv stations all of them kbc 
at that time there was NTV as well. I just I took it to all the TV stations, KTN, blah blah. KTN actually called me back a couple of months later. I'd, I'd forgotten about it, and they were like, "Hi, is this Jennifer Gattaro?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "You left something for us, and we want to produce it." I was like, you know, I was so young and so so excited. My God, my God. Yeah. My so God. I remember I walked into the office, and the production manager was like. Sorry, I'm I'm waiting for someone. I was like, yeah, Jennifer. He's like, you're Jennifer. I'm like, yeah. He's like, how old are you? That's the first question he asked me. Like, how old are you? Oh, I tell him I'm 18. He's like, your writing is not for an 18 year old. You're like, he's like, this script oh, is so gosh. mature. And I told him, yeah. I mean, and then I ended up writing Better Days. I actually wrote all of it on my own up until I think the, maybe the last three or four episodes. But everything yeah. from like the first season, all of it was me. And it didn't, they didn't even get like a team because usually they'll do team of yeah. writers. No, just me. I wrote it on my own. And I think being so young kind of assured me that this is what I want to do, you know? Yeah. Same thing every morning. I'm tired. You know what I'm tired of? You complaining and whining like a child. If anyone should be complaining in this house, it's Shoshu, not you. Abu, you hurry up. Otherwise, you'll get lit. <laughs> It took better days for them. How had you even formatted it? Like, oh, so it was handwritten. So it was handwritten. Hand yeah, and then it was like written like a play. So you know how you write a play? Like it yeah, was like written Mark. like a play. Yeah, exactly. James. Like Mark and James. Yeah, like that. So I wrote it like a play. Then it was handwritten, and I'll never forget the receptionist at KTN. She's like, "Please go type this." That's the, that's the thing she told me. She's like, go type it. Oh, I was no. like. I was like, okay, cool. So I went and wrote it in very nice handwriting and then photocopied it. Oh, so even, no. yeah, so even in our first meeting, the production manager showed me like all the proposals. They had gotten more than 30 proposals. And he's like, these are the people that you want. He's like proper proposals, like done with like budgets and like, like actually How the proposals were like, yeah, structured. Like this is a proposal by something productions mm. and like he'd show me like someone has written like a proposal this thick with like the story with wow. like character bibles and me yeah. with my 30 page script that was typed and photocopied somehow was the one that was picked like that 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 already just blew my mind so yes it's that blowing actually my is... mind now <laughs> this is years later <laughs> Yeah. I believe it. I'm like, what do you mean? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Do they help you? Do they help you transition into the writing process, or do they just say, "Go in well, the world with your pen"? They 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 gave me a a script editor, and I'm so grateful for that because that script editor really helped me a lot. The good thing that I liked about him, he never used to like force me to do anything like he'd give me suggestions he'd be like what if this character does this what if this character does mm. this but it was never mandatory mm. for him he always tell me at the end of the day you're the writer and so you make yeah. the decision and then he taught me also how to write for film like mm. how to because obviously writing for film is different yeah he taught yeah. me how to write for film although i never really got it so mm. they had to reformat it <laughs> like i had to write it and then they had <laughs> And then they went back and now formatted it properly. They had to just, they were like, I mean, she tried, but... Yeah, wow. so they had to go and, like, I gave them a lot of work because they had to go reformat my writing. And, yeah, so my script editor really helped me 
so much. He was fantastic. I'm so grateful for him. And I remember I went now, they told me they need the first season, 13 episodes. So I went like in my room, uh, because yeah. I was still in campus at the time. And I just, yeah. I didn't go to class for like one week. <laughs> just, you know, mm-hmm. writing and all that stuff. And then when I was done, I kind of, I kind of was like, this is not for me. You know, um, university is not for me. I want to, I want to do film. So yeah, that's how it happened. Wow. I, I, now I'm even, I'm even wired to say what happened next. Cause that's such <laughs> a mind blowing beginning. Yeah. It's, it's I, really I, cool. I, I, can, I can't even fathom that man. Like that's crazy. It's really cool. And that's why sometimes I channel 18 year old Jennifer. Cause Monty, that's the girl who went and just took a hundred and script to TV stations. Like that's, that's the person that I channel sometimes when, you know, adulting yeah. got me to, to yeah. not afraid, but you know, when you, when you, when you get older, you're more cautious, you more yeah, the spark calculating, spark. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so sometimes I, mean, I have to channel her. I have to be like, yeah, but then sometimes you just need to like take a chance, you know? I, it reminds me because I had a conversation with a friend the other day and, and she kept telling me, Mark, Mark, I remember the spark that you had. Where did the spark go? I'm like, the spark is still there. It's just yeah. like, it's more adulted now. <laughs> it's adulted. I don't like adult, yeah. adulted that sparks are not the sparks I like. <laughs> The version of Sparks I don't like. I mean, <laughs> such a terrible version of Sparks. Like, I think the I, spark when you're younger, mm. when you can kind of throw caution to the wind, yeah. you know? I think mm. that's the spark that we should all kind of tap into once in a while. Yeah. Like and you should as well. naive, man. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah, like, that's sometimes... There's a sparkle in the eye. I'm like, where can I buy? Is that a product? I, I know. Someone just... <laughs> Sparkles.com. Exactly. Sparkles.com. We should get some of that. Yeah. All right. So, Better Days. um, So many episodes. I'm relearning how to write and deciding film is what I want to do. So, then what? Where does does the universe take you after that, then? So, after that, I went to film school because I I, I quit university. Mm. I was like, it's not for me. My mom was like, have you just quit? She just lost her mind. She couldn't bit. fathom. You're already, she could you're not already fathom. pulling things. Yeah. She could not fathom. So mm. let her on. What, Mark, what's that you're drinking? I'm just curious. Uh-uh. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. No, I'm just asking. That The color of that water is a bit suspect. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anywho. <laughs> Back to what I was saying. Oh, Magia Coast, eh? Ah, Sawabasi. Yeah, so like, so so I went to film school and then after I went to film school, I joined K24 for a year. Actually, that was the only time I've ever been employed in my life. That was 2007. After I left... Why did you uh, you jump into K24? Like, it sounds very... I mean, not that I know anything about the media world, but in terms yeah. of mainstream media. Um, it was, have, and it was a why? news channel. It was a news channel back then. Because that's, that's, that's where I got the job. Like, those are the only people mm. who wanted me, Mark. That's, 
yeah mm. i because I'm, I'm i'm fresh out of school and i'm like yo i'm trying to like get a job in like ktn whatever like there was nothing yeah. available at the time so k24 yeah. called me up and i was like okay and it was a news channel um yeah. 2007 which is a terrible time to be a journalist um oh yeah Oof. it was it was really bad so I, I I guess also now having that kind of made me realize like news is not my thing. Yeah. Like I'd rather make things up. I don't like things that are already there. So mm. I decided, okay, fine. Um, I want to start my own company. And when I did that, obviously it was very, very hard in the beginning. Uh, but we got a breakthrough when KTN called me and they said, you know, we really liked Better Days. Can you give us something else? And that's when I came up with Changing yeah. Times. And I was like, yeah, I Changing mean... Changing Times was such a huge... Yeah. Story. Yo. Yep. Yeah, it was it was yeah. so much fun to do. It was yeah, so much fun did, to do. So when they did that call, how, how did you tap into that? Like, what did you do? When, where did you run to um, internally to find what Changing Times ended up becoming? The interesting thing is when I get the question of what inspires me, it's 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 a question I ask myself as well, because mm. I never really get it from anywhere. In terms of, mm. in terms of, I don't really get it from anywhere. It just it just happens. In fact, I'll ask you as the executive producer, what do you want? Mm. In the case of Changing Times, the only brief they gave me is they want a family, a family show. Mm. It started as a family show, later on just became a college show. <laughs> I know. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a family show, I think, for like three episodes. And then after that, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, but college drama is so much cooler to write. You know, because yeah. cause people in college are just they're doing the most. Yeah. So yeah, that's, so I think I think it just eventually morphed into this college drama. And we would get mm-hmm. a lot more like people you know, talking about it whenever we focused on the college part of it. Because the college part of it mm. seemed to be what people were really, really interested in. And our and mm. our 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 you know our guys who are watching it were mostly under 35. Yeah. So yeah, it was a very young demographic, kind of very funky. Mm. I had I had so much fun doing that show. Your kids are complete brats and mother spoiled. Children you're talking about. You have no rights. Who are you really defending here? Your kids or your ex-wife? You think about it. Um, what do you feel like you had taken from Better Days and brought into Changing Times? Like between Better Days, Film School, um, Kate and Four, to now Changing Times, is there anything that you've la- you had learned or experienced prior? that sort of influenced what Changing Times became or how you approached it? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me was that Better Days was not involved in the production. I was just the writer. Mm. Uh, by the time Changing Times was coming around, because of film school and all that stuff, I had learned like about camera work and editing and all that stuff. So I knew that this time, unlike Changing Times, I mean, unlike Better Days, I wanted to be part of the production. So the way that I approached KTN is I approached mm-hmm. I approached them. I told them I don't approach you last time like an individual. This time I want mm-hmm. to approach you like a company. Yeah. So the the biggest thing for me was having to produce it, like being the producer, producer mm-hmm. and the director. Now was the biggest difference because I got to be on set and I got to work yeah. with the actors. And I think you know, changing times is where I really, really fell in love with TV and film because yeah. I remember. 
being on set was just fun. It was just fun. Like, there's no part of it that felt like work. Like, there's mm. no day I ever woke up and said, oh, I have to go to work. Like I used to yeah. do when I was working for a news station. You know, it was always like, yeah. as in the alarm Another used to ring, day. I used to be like, I'm not, no, no way it's morning. No, it's like, <laughs> no, now I'd wake up, jump out of bed, like, so excited. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think my love, my love for film really, really took, you know, ground and stuff. And how many episodes did you end up, or how many seasons, I should ask? Did you end up uh, changing Times was 118. Episodes? Yeah, 118 episodes, about three years. <laughs> yeah, so a very big part of my that's life. It. That's yeah, a very big part of my life. Yeah, was changing times. So, did you now have um, a writing team, or did you still end up doing this solo, churning all that content from your beautiful brain? Uh, I I wrote most of it, but there were some episodes that I there were some episodes actually that I I, I had some writers, but all mm. through, even if I had other writers, I always made sure that I was in charge of the storyline in terms of. It's like we have to have a workshop with the writers mm. and discuss and be like, okay, what happens with character? What happens with character? What does this character do? What does this character do? That mm. that process I always had to be a part of. Yeah. That process had to be a part of. Like there was no time I was ever not a part of the process because I think for me the story is always very important for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean three years of your life, Jenny, that's a long that's it's a, a long, long time. time. A hundred episodes is a lot of content. How did you feel when it was finally, when you knew it was about to end? How did that feel? Oh, hey, I cried. My heart broke so much. Like, and I've come to realize that whenever I'm finishing, uh, whenever something is coming to an end, a production is coming to an Mm. end. I mean, I think Mm. there's only one production that came to an end and I was excited. I was like, Thank God. But mm. every other production I've ever done, um, the end is always makes me so emotional. Mm. And the reason why is because the way in which that project was, the people, yeah. the synergy, the energy, mm. you're never going to have that ever again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because, because it's like, it's like even if you work with a few actors from one project, you're never going to work with all of them. And so, Again, yeah. yeah, so it's like even um, uh, I did my first film last year. Mm. And uh, when, you know, we launched, when we were launching the film, we launched it at Anga Cinema. And I remember that night, bef- like, like afterwards, like after we launched and everything had gone well and everything and everything, I literally was just so sad and and like my friends were like, no, but Jen, you're gonna do another movie. I was like, yes, I know I'm gonna do another movie. I'm gonna do so many other movies, but yeah. each movie is different, and so yeah. you'll never get the same. And for me, like the first film that I did, I did it with a team of the most amazing human beings. Yeah, we had the best time, and we came together to make art. Like it was people yeah. who were true artists, very yeah. passionate about what they do. Yeah. And I was sad. So yeah, I I get sad. I get sad when a project is ending. I get so sad. <laughs> I get so sad. Oh.
and I think anytime I think about the ending, I mean, you're excited about, you know, you're gonna do something else, and there's gonna be another yeah. beginning. Yeah, but yeah. It's just, I think film allows you to give so much of yourself, mm-hmm. time-wise, emotionally, and then you form new friendships, deep. Relationships. You form new friendships, exactly. Yeah, and then it's because it's so hard. You know, sometimes people don't fully understand how hard it is to create yeah. something it's like to give it birth is. to something from nothing it's so okay now when you talk about that let me tell you my first film yeah. um okay if i tell you where my first film came from it just came from the fact that i realized if i sit down yeah. and wait for someone to commission a project for me it's it's not gonna happen yeah. like i've been i've been waiting for so long i'd gotten so many yeah. rejections that it had reached the point i was like if i if I have to go on in film, then it has to be independent yeah. because literally mm. there's just no other way. You wish mm. that someone could just come and just give you money and tell you go shoot, but it doesn't work mm. like that. So I literally decided to do this film. Um, yeah. Coming out of 2020, where obviously yeah. no one has money and just money has just disappeared from most people's lives. What a time. What a time and to decide to make movies. Yeah. <laughs> What a time. What a time to be like, guys, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a movie. Guys are like, are you though? Are you going to make a movie though? Are you? Know what you're going to do? You know, it's like, you know, and then I, I put a, and then I put a, I put a, a, a on Facebook, at, uh, whatever on Facebook. I was like, hey, so can someone give me 250000 to do my movie? And someone replied and his oh. name is Frank. And Frank was like, oh. hey, Jen, I saw your Facebook post. He's like, I can give you the money. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, cool. You know? No, Jenny, no. You're lying. Yes, I'm telling you the truth. So he sent me 250000 And I, I remember after we had finished shooting, I, because I, 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 now I met him in Washington, D.C. And this was our first time to meet face to face because no. i told him yo i'm in washington dc he's like i'm i'm coming so we met and i told him you know this is the first time we're meeting face to face you sent me two hundred fifty thousand, and me and you had never even met which means i could have just taken that money and just like been like by their thanks Cheers, and you're bro. all the way in dc uh, bro thanks thank you i needed this money and yeah, like have to out of gone and catering yeah and, and so and said that was a, a, a movie and that was it and and so i remember I remember I got 250 and I got maybe another, I had maybe I think 350,000. I did yeah. a movie for 350,000. And it's the hardest thing I, I have ever you. done in my life. So you can imagine how we bonded with the actors. You know, let me tell you, let me tell you, hard times makes people bond. Like you guys. Just you have, hold you on have a, a deep, a deep place to bond over. You guys, it's you, the bond is so deep. You know when you're going through, <laughs> when you. <laughs> and I told these guys, and I told these guys, and like, and then I, I didn't get, I didn't get some crew, um, because I yeah. have the guys I, I have like, sound blah blah blah. The guys I've worked with for a very long time, but then yeah. I, 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 I didn't have continuity, mm. and I didn't have an AD. And like I was like hollering at guys, and I'm like, "Hey, I need an AD." And they're like, "How much are you paying?" And I'm like, "I'm paying in percentage." And they're like, "It's 2020, babe. It's 2020." They're like percentage. 2020. 
Yeah, but uh, but the thing is, mm. but the thing is, I sold the movie, and yeah. everyone took a percentage, and the percentage mm. people got, mm. basically, they're getting paid above market rate. So mm. sometimes it's 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 good to also take a chance on an indie producer because, I see. I see yeah, because I see. because yeah, because because sometimes yeah. we don't have that budget we don't have that money mm. like we genuinely mm. don't have it yeah mm. Mm. i mean that's a a powerful lesson right there and sometimes it's about i guess it's a question of where we began this conversation and said that naive teenage parts of us yeah yeah you know um, yeah that are willing to take risks, that are willing to yeah. jump in places that, you know, you don't feel like you ever could. But mm. you don't really care because you see yeah, you're you like, want it. And you want it, yeah. What what I guess, what that led to, um, because here at the time we didn't know that I was going to sell it. Me selling mm. it is just like, wow. We had mm. no idea. And so the, what that led to is me working with people who just wanted it for the art, mm. you know, because every single person that I, I worked with, they wanted it. Like, I don't know how to explain, but they just, they want, and when you watch the movie and even I've gotten so many comments about even the actors and stuff. And I'm, and I keep mm. telling people it's because they wanted it and they were passionate yeah, and they I'm were there saying. to, yeah. they, their heart and soul was in it. And they said, Jen, you know, let's do it and let's do it to the best of our ability. And that's what we did. So for me to sell it also was such a big, such a big deal as an independent producer because mm. it just showed me that, you know, you can actually do it, you know? Mm. Yeah. Wow. And I think for this, for this section of the podcast, I think that's, that's the right place to end that conversation mm-hmm. so that when we jump onto the sort of YouTube part of this and I guess yeah. like fiddle with your mind and understand how yeah. does a writer, director, I mean producer as well, but really focus on the writer, director part. How do you maneuver around directing content that you've written in a way that allows you to still like, get the best out of the material mm-hmm. so that you're, you're not just directing because hey, I wrote it, so it's there. But how do you yeah. come back? How do you circle back? And when the time comes for you to switch roles, mm-hmm. how do you get conscious about it so that you're you're very much aware of that? And you're gonna be looking at your your work as well, what's a trader, and mm-hmm. discuss more about that on the next section. Okay. So right. thank you so much, Jenny, for indulging all our um, guests. Thank you for down. thank you, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what an amazing conversation that was. Jenny is a, an amazing, amazing artist. That was really, really intense just seeing how she was able to think through every part of her film as a writer and as a director and even as a producer. So to be sure that you don't miss any other episode coming out every single week hit that bell button and subscribe to this channel and with that you want to say 
See you on the next one. Thank you.